as a human, it's exciting to know that we have the ability of free will. But unfortunately, with free will, it can lead to a lot of like really poor life choices. Case in point, last night, enjoying ourselves at our Christmas party, leaving the bar. And uh, Brian, what is it that you point out to me down the, down the block from the bar? Hey, look, there's a mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. restaurant that's open right okay. now that we can stop at. And because, you know, fine restaurants do exist for, you know, 24-hour restaurants. Yes, only the finest of dining. Of course. Uh, what restaurant was that? <clears throat> well, it was uh, inside of a castle. <laughs> if it's in a castle, right? Royalty. Yes. And a very clean castle. It was a very white castle. <sighs> and this is, this is where poor life choices come in. We decided to stop at White Castle. The universe has many horrors yet to throw at us. This is not the end of our struggle. This is just the beginning of our crusade to save humanity. In the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, there is only war. There is only dice and pipes. Welcome back to the Warhammer edition of Dyson Pipes. I, although my voice sounds very quiet, I'm in a wonderful mood. A little hungover. Um, I don't know what's worse. I, I really don't have that like headache hangover. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm going to do that in my ass in a couple of minutes, but I'm going to have to vacate the premises because I'm going to guess this place. We're going to die. Um, it's like Saren is in my butt. And we're going to start tearing and crying soon. Um, We had a very eventful night as far as uh, drinking goes and eating. Um, And my hangover, it's really not in my head. I don't have that headache. I I do have it. It's in my voice. I'm just, I sound very sad. But I'm in a great mood. We got to partake in some fine dining that I have not done. I don't think I've been to a White Castle and it's got to be 20 years. I'm Chris, along with me is Brian. Brian, how are you? I'm never better. Really? <laughs> never better. I have shit four times in the <laughs> last six hours. <laughs> I completely forgot the damage that White Castle causes on your intestinal tract. I, I will say, though, White Castle, in the moment, right? If we're, if, we're, if we're destined as people to live in the moment to enjoy life, Nothing is a better compliment to being drunk than White Castle sliders. I don't know if there's a better marriage between alcohol and food than whatever the fuck you're drinking, whether it's beer or whiskey or if you're drinking a $600 bottle of fucking white wine, you will always pair that with White Castle. It will always be amazing. The next day, however, or the next two hours... It was probably, no, it probably wasn't even two hours. It was maybe an hour, and I already was starting to suffer the consequences and regret (laughs) my fucking life choices. If you want to hear about the trials and tribulations of our 
office Christmas party. You can listen to the D&D side. This side is more about what happened uh, on the way home. It was horrible. Uh, <clears throat> so you had suggested, oh, man, let's get White Castle. And I said, yeah, all right. And then you thought better of it. You had a moment of... Uh, it was a moment of clarity. Yeah. Yeah, you became very lucid for a moment. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's not a good idea. And I looked at the map and saw, well, it's going to be on our way home. <laughs> oh, God, I almost fucking just threw up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry, continue. Yeah, yes, so it, it was. And by on the way home, it was literally like 200 feet down from the bus. Yes, it sure was. Or at least that's what the drive felt like to me. Uh, so we pull in. The only White Castle I've ever seen that has no drive through. So we got to go Dude, inside. So weird. And let's start this tale um, with entering the White Castle. Very sterile uninviting place i remember it outside of the way that the kitchen was set up are you are you dying or do you have heartburn yeah heartburn oh okay good thing you're in a rocking chair because you started going back and i think you would have been on the floor i'd be doing cpr um i remember white castle as as a youth all right so let me just give you a quick little brief history of my experience with white castle i don't eat a lot of deliveries here today Hey. There you go. Lots of lots of water happening at the house. Yes. You, all you got to do is melt the snow. You don't need any of this water. Um, I remember as a kid going to White Castle. It used to be a a tradition. Now I have not had. I don't. I don't eat fast food. You know, and that's not to put down people who eat fast food. I just. I don't want to waste the money. I don't want to spend the money. It's 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 too enticing for me. I have a habit of when I go in something, I go fucking balls deep. And that's something. And I don't want to do that with fast food. But White Castle has always had like this special place in my heart. And I remember, oh man, I'm going to, whatever. I'm a, I'm a, I, especially in my youth, I was a huge Yankee fan. I used to go to games all the time. And at that time, I was living in Jersey. So the ride home, I would drive down Route 9. I don't even know what town it was, but it was just off of like the, uh, it was just off of the Garden State Parkway, and there was a fucking White Castle there. And my tradition became, after every Yankee game, leaving that game after a couple of beers, heading down Route 9, and would stop at fucking White Castle, and would pick up, you know, however many fucking sliders and some fries, you know, they had the cool crinkle fries, and a drink, and make it home. Since then, I don't waste my money going to fucking ball games. These guys were overpaid assholes. I'd rather just watch it on TV. Um, so I have not touched a White Castle. There isn't even a fucking White Castle here for like 100 miles. Like, you cannot find one. So when I talked to a buddy of ours from work, and he told me one day uh, he woke up after drinking the night before and goes into his refrigerator and sees a fucking Crave case, and he has no idea how it got there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really... I've been craving White Castle ever since he told me that. So that's been going on like a month. So every single day, I in my sick brain... I felt like I was going on White Castle's website and constantly searching to see if there was a White Castle. Like, one was just going to pop up right. miraculously near my home. And, of course, there wasn't. So we took this opportunity after a night of, of drinking and debauchery. Um, as Brian pointed out right down the block, yeah, there was a White Castle. Dude, stepping inside, the walls, like the, the, the layout of the place was borderline identical to the image that I have in my mind of what White Castle was like 
over 20 years ago. Right. And the only thing that was different, I'm sorry, the only thing that was different is the, the grill. Like, I remember the grill, like, you would walk up to the register, and just right next to the register would be the fucking, the like, flat top. that flat top, and some fucking gross old man just sweating his balls off, just <laughs> dripping it into the onions <laughs> as he made your burgers. And this one was like, there was like this flat top right in the middle of like this island. There was yeah. no steam coming off of it. Uh, it was like some sort of like convection science yeah. that was happening. Uh, so we pull into this parking lot. There are two cars in the lot, three if you add ours. Yeah, they were the employees and us. Yeah. Uh, one gentleman was coming out, and he did the appropriate thing, and one of us held the door for the other one. I forget which way it went, uh, with, a, with a pleasantry exchange. Yes. Then you go to make your way in, and some dude... Could not wait the one nope. second for you to cross the threshold. He shimushed himself up against the wall and like side shimmied his way out while you were trying to walk in, which I thought was bizarre. Yeah. We walk in. There's nary a person in there, but there is a very conspicuous pile of suitcases and clothes on one of the, ta- on one of the tables. <laughs> no what yes. the fuck is this? Yes. Whatever. Uh, so the order that we made, <clears throat> I got the number eight. Uh, which was 10 burgers uh, <laughs> and onion rings. All onion rings. <laughs> All onion <laughs> rings. So we thought. I- I'm very proud of you for taking charge because I I don't know if I was thrown off by the fact that the guy who walked out, I thought that the stack of coats that were on that table were his. But then when I saw the mutant that they belonged to, oh, yeah. it completely threw me off. And I think... That, coupled with the confusion that I was facing in my brain being drunk and looking at the board, like I could not figure out for the life of me what I wanted to eat. Like I knew in my head I wanted sliders. Yeah. Well, I was trying to hedge our bets. Like I had a choice. Am I going to get a little bit of a bunch of stuff or a fuckload of burgers? Right, right. And I was afraid that if we got a fuckload of burgers, that was going to be worse than a little little uh, uh, cornucopia of items. Yes, yes. So we got the 10 sliders, uh, a sack of onion rings, and... A second sack of onion rings. Two sacks of onion rings, yeah, or so we thought. So I thought. (laughs) I had no idea what was going on in the car, but I'm sorry, go ahead. So we we have a quick debate. Do we want to eat here or eat in the car? And you had a very good point. You said if we eat here, we're cutting into our safety net of shitting ourselves (laughs) in the car. Yes, So considering we're, we're probably 100 miles... Yeah, we have to be over a hundred miles because I think this was the closest White Castle to right. home. Yeah, so uh, so we decided to eat in the car, like gentlemen, and uh, so I put you in charge of the food distribution. Of you course, did a great job. You uh, handed me my you. sack of onion rings, and you took your. No, sack we of- waited. No, 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 no. We. Oh, no, the, I, I remember right. we ate the burgers first, yeah. which I do appreciate the way that they bagged it. They put the sliders in their own bag. And they go in the main bag, and they're kind of off to the side. And the cases that they put the sliders in make it perfect to like stack up. So I knew that one column was mine, one column was yours. Outside of that bag were these two individual bags. I'm thinking that these guys were true gentlemen. They saw that there were two of us. They just split the onion rings into two separate bags. So I'm divvying out the burgers. Dude, I think we polished off 10 sliders in under a minute. I yeah. felt like we were both trying to emulate <laughs> Joey Chestnut at the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Yeah, and I, I was two biting those. I was attempting to two. I couldn't because 
I, dude, I was so drunk, I would take the first bite into it, and then I would bite into the pickle. But with each... <laughs> it would fuck you up. Yeah, it would destroy my brain, because with each slider that I bit into, I kept forgetting that there was a pickle in it. So I would bite it. I would kind of half bite it. I wouldn't bite all the way through. And I'm like pulling... I felt like a T-Rex <laughs> eating like some kind of fucking shitty dinosaur that's too much of a bitch to eat meat. And, you know, he just tearing it apart. I got pickle hanging all over my face. It took me like four bites. But I was doing my best to keep up. I'm shoving these things in my mouth. Yeah, I don't know why it was a race, but it I, was. Dude, in my mind, it was a fucking <laughs> yeah, race. Yeah. We, we were having a competition in the car. Uh, there's there's a good, like, eighth mile of stretch of Merrick Road <laughs> <laughs> that just has crave cases all over the place. Yeah. Uh, so we finish our burgers in record time. Uh, then it's time for the onion rings. Yes. And you hand me this sack of incredibly heavy onion rings. I mean, these are the heaviest onion rings I've ever seen in my and life. And now that I think about it, I remember the one that I handed you being heavier than the one that I had. However, when I looked in the bag, your bag, it, like my mind was blown. I couldn't understand the dynamics behind it. Your bag was not as filled as my bag was, but your bag was heavier. So I just thought, whatever, denser onion. I have no idea what's right, going on. Right, right. Pass the bag to you. Yeah. So uh, I take a bite. I'm like, these are chicken nuggets. <laughs> They're chicken nuggets shaped Chick- like onion rings. Chicken rings, rings yeah. I guess. It's right. fucking weird. Yeah. So now you're like, oh, man, these onion rings are delicious. And I hear you say that like two or three times. And I didn't say anything because I'm like, he's so fucked up. Like, he doesn't realize they're chicken. <laughs> this is going to be a fun story for later. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, so you polish off that bag of onion rings. Yes. Uh, I finish maybe half the bag of chicken rings. And I put them down in the middle, and you're like, oh, can, can I have some of those? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm not having any more. Dude, you, mind blown. <laughs> it was like a kid going to Disney. <laughs> your, your onion rings are made of fucking chicken. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was so amazed and blown away. My brain could not comprehend what the fuck was going on. My taste buds thrown completely out of whack. Did not know what's happening. I did not realize for the life of me, because I never looked at the menu. You know, I never saw what the fucking number 10 or a number eight was. Yeah. I just saw, when I looked up at it, I remember seeing 10 sliders and I was like, oh, that's per- five is enough. Yeah. That's enough. So whatever comes with it is just going to put me over the top as far as being full. I could not understand again why one bag was heavier but had less contents in it. And then it started to process when you put it down and I took the first bite. Because really, when I took that fucking chicken ring out of the bag even though it's it has the same overall shape of an onion ring it's like a flatter kind of more it almost looks like this Peter Stokeby's luxury bullseye flake it's round it's very flat and it has a very small little dot in the middle which is the space obviously that makes the ring whereas the White Castle onion rings are more typical onion rings you know there's a big the onion is very small, so it's breaded and fried, and there's a big opening in the middle. The chicken ring is has a tiny little eye. I couldn't, but my brain couldn't process it. Like, why are these onion rings like flattened down? And then when I first bit into it, it was like heaven. Uh, until maybe an hour later. So as we're driving, even in your um, impaired state, Ooh. you said, "Oh, this is this is gonna be bad." Yes. And I looked at the nav. And I said, dude, we have less than an hour. Yeah, we're yeah. going to be home. There's nobody on the road. It's the middle of the night. It's during the week. Uh, like, well, this is going to be perfect. <laughs> and then, as, as some of you probably already know, uh, when we got to the 
bridge that connects uh, Metro New York to God's country up here. Yes. Uh, closed for an hour. And that. Why, became, you would ask? That became a very uncomfortable hour. Dude, that was tough. <laughs> I kept watching you try to close your eyes, and then, nope. The world was spinning. I thought. I thought they closed the bridge because we were experiencing some sort of earthquake. <laughs> Every time I closed my eyes, dude, <laughs> it was I was in I was in rough shape, and you know that's one of those that's one of those instances where like like you, you want to smoke like I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, so I'm not gonna have a cigarette. And obviously, we didn't have any in the car. I had a cigar in my pocket, and I had my pipe in the little handle on the door, and I was like, should I light that? But you know, like when you're drunk, you're at that point where. <clears throat> You're you're over that buzzed. You're just at the precipice of drunk. You know when you smoke, how it like really just pushes you down the cliff? That's where I was. So I was having this internal debate in my mind because I really wanted to follow up that meal with some sort of like nicotine, some sort of smoke right. that would permeate through the car. The problem is you add one more foreign agent into the body. Dude, it and- was all downhill. Yeah. And I was already apparently in bad enough shape that you're putting on YouTube videos to pass the time as we sit there. And, I, dude, I don't remember that. All I remember is some fucking random truck that looked like he was maybe 100, 200 yards up the bridge throwing his car in reverse. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he backs up to these. So what? There's like one police car on the left. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, my God. I think when I go home, I'm going to have to throw up. I think I'm going to have to throw up. You can do the finger thing? Yeah, I think so. Oh. <laughs> did you hear that? I did hear that. Dude, that was weird. This this might come out both ends. I don't know what's about to... Your body is waging a civil war. Oh, my God. Dude, I, I drink all the time. This is terrible. Um, It was the beer. <clears throat> the beer fucking did it to me. Uh, anyway, just to wrap up this story. So there's there's cop on the left. And then there's two kind of like uh, like construction vehicles, you know, the vehicles that hold like the cones and shit like that, and they just have big road-closed signs on the back. So we're just kind of hanging out there. This truck backs up. Some guy gets out. He goes and talks to, you know, one of the trucks, the cop. I guess he's filling them in as to what's going on with the bridge. And it turns out, after about an hour of sitting there, me going through this this mental state of, should I close my eyes? No, I can't close my eyes. And then when I've kept my eyes open long enough, and I'm like, no, everything's fine. Let me close my eyes. And I just rinsed and repeated yeah. for an hour long. Dude, the world was fucking spinning. I thought I, thought I was going to throw up in the car. That would have been very bad. You did. I do remember at one point, you did ask me if you wanted to pull over, yeah. if I needed you to pull over. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, whatever. I'll make it home. Um, the bridge opens after about an hour to find out that all they did was give it a bubble bath. Very disappointing. No traffic after that. The road, I remember, was wide open. And I just remember getting home. And amazingly enough, I had to open up the uh, the garage door because in my drunken state, not that I drove, disclaimer, yeah. um, <clears throat> in my drunken state when I get home, I had to take the recycling out because my recycling bin was fucking overflowing. It looked like Mount Vesuvius. It was ready right. to blow. Uh, I put that out to the curb. Surprisingly, opening up the, gar- the garage door, my the dog, what? fuck me <laughs> on Dice and Pipes yes. when you fuck up your words you find yourself in a roll the drink situation here on Warhammer we're going to be rolling four dice of course difficulty three as always I know. Oh, real quick I'm smoking um, 
1792 small batch. Ah. And I'm pairing that. No, I'm sorry. I just said I'm smoking 1792 small I'm drinking 1792 <laughs> small batch, uh, which is really good. I think the one that we're really going for, if anybody out there has had it, I would be interested to hear their opinion. I think it's called Full Cask Strength. Delicious. That's the one that I'm very eager to try. I'm pairing that with, um, finally, finally, I'm smoking uh, some old dark fired ready rubbed, which I got on sale from Smoking Pipes. Oh, oh my shit. <laughs> it's happening. It's, excuse me, let me drink this. Oh, you failed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I failed. I failed. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I don't know how I'm going to do this. There you go. Take your medicine. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm good. I think that this would be better if I was not hungover and my stomach, oh, my God, didn't resemble that of a small Ethiopian child. <laughs> With flies buzzing that, around. Yes, that just had his first fucking meal. outside of eating rice out of a paddy field. Um, <laughs> poor thing. Old distended belly. I'm Susan Sarandon. <laughs> For the cost of a cup of coffee, you could adopt one of these little creeps. Yeah, let's not help the small children in our country. Let's take care of some fucking piece of shit that probably isn't getting that money anyway. Fucking assholes. That dude, that we'll save that one for another day. Oh, excuse me. Hold on. So uh mm. Yeah, so we get no, um, no, we get either house. Oh yeah, yeah. You uh, you bring out your recycle bin. Yes. So, I was just going to point out that um, I'm having no lighter problems today. Everything is is fine tuned. Good. Okay. I gave my lighter a tune up. New flint, new spring. Everything is good to go. So, dog doesn't bark. I get into the house. I kick my shoes off. Um, I walk upstairs. Dude, I'm so parched. <laughs> I, I guess the salt. From the White Castle was starting starting to like draw out all of the moisture from my mouth. So, dude, I had such severe cotton mouth. I felt like I had just walked the Serengeti <laughs> for days. <laughs> I was just so dehydrated. And, you know, the ride back, like I had no water or anything like that, right? Um, I had that leftover coffee. It was fucking stale and horrible. So, excuse me. So I get up to my bedroom and... You know, my wife likes to keep a bottle of water next to her side of the bed. So I, I sneak into the bedroom. I give her a little peck on the, on the cheek. I go into the bathroom, pop my contact lenses out. I debate whether or not I have to take a monster shit to get this fucking White Castle out of my body. I can already feel that it's not going to happen tonight. Right. It's getting it's solidified. Saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to let this shit brew like some fine coffee. Um, so as... I'm stepping out of the bathroom. The, the dim light is still on. I see next to the bed, I see a bottle of Evian water. And instantly, I start salivating like Pavlov's dogs. So All of his dogs. Every single one of them combined saliva <laughs> in my jowls. So I look down. I grab that bottle. I unscrew the top. Now, I'm, I'm assuming that my wife is sleeping. I, I take that bottle. I put it to my pursed lips. <laughs> and somehow she fucking wakes up and like a demon from hell yells at me. Get your filthy lips off of my water bottle. I couldn't even get a drink of water. <laughs> I'm like, but I'm so parched. She's like, you put my water bottle down. I'm like, why are you yelling at me? I'm just I'm so 
I just had White Castle. You're so salty. I have no moisture in my mouth. The only moisture I have is the fucking spit that came. I don't even know where it came from. Like my my, I don't know where it came from. But it's just secreted from my fucking, from whatever. And my mouth is now covered with this like dense kind of chalky moistness. All <laughs> I want is combination some... of saliva and chicken wing yes. grease. <laughs> it was horrible. She wouldn't let me drink the water. I had to crawl into bed. She's like, "Oh my god, you smell." I said, "What were you talking about?" I said, "I was just, I was just out, you know." You smell. So I, I think I put it when we were, uh, we were talking earlier. Um, I'm sorry. How did I refer to myself as? <sighs> yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> I'll shampoo the carpets today. I got it. No, that, that's fine. Um, yeah, it was it was a combination of uh, cheap drinks and cigars, which I did enjoy a cigar last night. I remember I remember smoking a cigar out there. Uh, a combination of uh, cheap drinks and cigars and white trash grease food. Nothing better than crawling into bed with your wife smelling like that and trying to cuddle up and be like, "Hey, baby, want to go around?" <laughs> fucking slob at three thirty in the morning. She's fucking pushing me away. On Even a work the, night. Yeah, on a work night. Even the dog wanted nothing to do with me. He took one fucking sniff. Dude, and his breath smells like fucking rotting flesh. <laughs> and he wouldn't even come near me. <laughs> even my wife was like, you know, funny. The dog's mouth smells better than you smell right now. Ouch. I was like, wow, this is bad. This is bad. So I, I, I took a shower in the morning. I let her fucking absorb the stench <laughs> that was coming from my body. I, I showered in the morning. Too tired. So that was a good night. I would, I would. Oh, by the way, real quick, what are you, uh, what are you drinking and smoking over there? Uh, I have the same drink, and I have uh, the Cult Blood Red Bone. I'm finishing that off. Thank God, it's yeah. it's masking all sorts of like poor smells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to go easy today. I think next week we got to hit it hard. Next week, by the way, we're gonna be doing now. We're uh, we're gonna we're gonna do another retro episode. Yeah, I think we're gonna fucking hit it hard and heavy. I want to leave here stumbling. Okay. And in an Uber, of course, I'm not going to take my car. Right. By the way, my car's name is Uber. Ah. So that's how it works. Yes. I would like to propose a toast. Oh. And as much as I would like to toast White Castle. Oh, no. Are you okay? Yeah. I have to do that out of my butt right now, but I am afraid... <laughs> I'm afraid what's what's going to come out, whether it's it's gas or solid. I, I just I don't know what's about to happen <laughs> to my lower half. So I have to I'm I'm pinching this in, just hoping to make it home within like the next hour or so. I really wanted to toast White Castle and this love hate I now have for them. I I probably should have held off and been a, a man and not given in to my uh, my desires. Right. Um. And just kept the memory that I had as a youth of how much I enjoyed White Castle, which it was good. Those fucking sliders were amazing. I'm just paying. I forgot the price that you have to pay. You got to pay the piper. Yeah. There's nothing in this world more satisfying than when I pulled into my house and I'm pulling myself out of the car and there's just onions falling <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> just little cubed onions falling everywhere. Like what? Like I'm like I'm shedding. <laughs> Like a, like a snake <laughs> casting off his skin. <laughs> oh, <fuck>? boy. 
So, although I would love to send a little shout out to uh, to White Castle and the, and the good that you do for people who are drunk. Listen, uh, White Castle has done nothing wrong. No, it was dude, us. It was I, us. It was just it was a poor life choice. Um, I think there is something far more important that needs to be toasted. So I want everybody out there to raise their glass and join me in saluting those fucking cunts that feel the need to personalize their license plates. Oh. I don't know why it makes me angry. There's a lot. I know we, we, we spend a lot of time in the car, right? Um, I would say our commute round trip is about 150 miles. <laughs> Oh God! I'm so. Oh God! I have to do that in my butt. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> oh my God, dude! What the fuck? Um, hold on. Let me let me drink some whiskey to wash that down. <laughs> so, what is that? That's um. That's about what six hundred? No, that's seven hundred and fifty miles a week we spend in the car. So th- there's a lot of time spent in the car. Sometimes we're in the car one way for like two hours. It's a lot of time. So I'm sorry if we bore you with with car toasts, but it's it's very relevant to us, and that's all we really care about. I there is nothing more douchey than seeing somebody with a personalized license plate, especially when they try to be cute about it. I'll give you the perfect example. You see some fucking jackass in a Prius. Now, first of all, if we have any listeners that drive Priuses, you should probably stop and listen to some other show. We don't like you. <laughs> I'm kidding. We love you. But if you're the type of person that when you get all excited about your fucking Prius and you go to the DMV to register said Prius and you decide that when you check off the box on the registration for personalized plate, and underneath, it has the maybe seven capacity boxed line that you have to individually put the letters of the plate that you want. And you decide that you're going to write in there, what gas? Only to find out that what, W-H-A-T, is taken by a prior douchebag. So you have to do W-U-T-G-A-S. And you're the asshole driving around in a Prius with what gas? I f- fucking hate you. I just, I hate you. LOL gas is another one. I think somebody has but that registered to a Tesla. Doesn't Prius take gas? Yeah, but they have that battery, right? So they get like, they get like 50 or 60 miles to the gallon. Okay. So, you know, their stops at the gas station is far less. Dude, and I have no problem with that. I like the idea of not for the environment. I don't give a fuck about the environment. I care more about the fact that it, my wallet, I'm saving money. I don't have to gas up as much. Less paper. Less paper? If you're spending less money, yeah. Saving the trees. I don't use paper. I use plastic. Plastic is good for the environment. That's why I use plastic straws, plastic bags when it, I go to the food they store. Are, they are known as the most biodegradable product. Yeah. The only thing that I like more than using plastic straws, if I can make a straw out of styrofoam, Yes. I would fucking drink through that Remember, like a uh, fucking man. the six packs of, of soda cans? Oh, how it killed the turtles? Yeah, I would laugh as I held that little plastic ring mm-hmm. unco- unclipped and just drop it in the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I used to save mine and take daily and weekly trips to the ocean and just throw them in. Have fun, dolphins. That's how I would go fishing. Fucking bottle. <laughs> 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 go catch me a bottle nose. Um... 
Look, a license plate is like your identification number for your vehicle. Nobody cares. Like, they already see what kind of car you drive. They don't need to then be further aggravated by the fact that you've taken the time out of your day, spent extra cash to put a special plate on the back of your car. Your license plate, in theory, is the equivalent of you asking for a personalized employee ID number at work. Yes. Right? You know what I'm saying? Or like going to the federal government, the IRS, and saying, hey, look, I want to change my social security number. I want a personalized social security number. Nobody fucking cares. Nobody cares. You see a... a I'll give you the case in point. We drive, and especially during the summer, right? We see a lot of like, like very supercars, like driving down the highway. They do some car show up here. Yeah. You told me. Um, yeah. Are you looking at the plate? No. Do you give a fuck what no. plate a Lamborghini that's flying by you has? No. No. You're going, damn. That's a sexy ass car. That's a really nice car. That Porsche fucking you know 911 Turbo that just flies by you. You're not thinking, wow, that's a cool car. What's his license plate? I need right. to see if he I has a personalized plate. Yeah, I love the uh, like the old truck rumbling down the street, and it's mm-hmm. all it can't maintain its its lane of travel. And you see, its license plate is D W one I S O K. Kudos to you. Yes, <laughs> um, I love the um, like the bragging plates. Um, like BST MOM one. Best oh model yes, one. yes. Or was the one we saw yesterday? Heaven bound. Yes, heaven bound. Yeah. Hopefully, you hit a patch of black ice, and that trip is uh, brought to bear <laughs> in an expeditious fashion. Yes. <laughs> I was saying that I hope that the gentleman who drove that car went home and finds his wife getting mauled by a dude with a twelve-inch dong. And he loses his shit and executes the two of them. You're not going to heaven. (laughs) Sorry. You get to those pearly gates and they're like, only so much that plate can do for you, buddy. Yeah. You know, the $40 that you wasted at the DMV to personalize your plate. Yep. It's not buying you. How aggravated do you think the guy is who's got to take that information and type it into a computer? Dude, that guy's existence is just aggravating. He's working at the DMV. And not that I have love lost for the people at the DMV because they tend to be assholes, especially in, in the city. Um, yeah, up here they're actually. Uh, yeah, when you start to get pleasant. to like small town DMV, yeah, those I could see them looking at that and then looking back at the fucking person that just submitted the request and just shaking their head in disgust. There's somebody around here that has one of those uh, Tesla X, the SUV one. I don't know what it's called. Okay. <clears throat> and their license plate is My Tessie. See, come on. How about the people that put, they already have, it's bad enough in New York that if you're a fucking cunty doctor, you could put MD on the side of your plate. Yes. But then to further personalize a plate and put like Dr. Dad. Like, you're a dick. You're a fucking dick. Like, nobody cares that you're a doctor. Like, you know what? You're only doing yourself a disservice because let's say that doctor is late to take his fucking, uh, his side piece out to a five-star restaurant. And on his way home, there is a horrible car crash. And now he's like, shit, I gotta get home. I don't wanna stop. But he took a Hippocratic oath. Like, he has to, he's really bound to stop and help people if, if they're hurt. Is there a doctor in the house? Right. Nope, nope. I'm, I'm taking my fucking mistress out to eat. Uh, you seem to correlate a lot of infidelity with vanity plates. Y- yes. Yes. I think there's a direct link between infidelity and personalizing your license plate. 
that guy now is compelled to stop. And if somebody gets his license plate and says that he didn't stop, he may get into trouble. So why would you want to announce to the world what you do for work on your license plate? Nobody cares. It's almost as bad as bumper stickers. Actually, I think it's worse than bumper stickers. Bumper stickers are bad. Personalized plates, horrendous. Yeah. Dude, you have to pay like, oh, it's, it's got to be minimum 40 as much as 60 to $80 extra that you have to pay at the DMV to have somebody stamp specific letters, some poor schlep in prison making your fucking license plate. You do know? they still do that? Is that a thing? I want to believe it is. I think that's how their life should exist. <laughs> Either breaking rocks in a chain gang. Or making vanity plates. Or making just vanity plates. I'm getting one that says, I'm free, you're not. And then they have to make my plate. <laughs> Old Dark Fire finally tried out. There you go. Just in time. So I hope none of our listeners have a uh, personalized plate. If you do, you could check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. Uh, Dyson Pipes, please go ahead and share some images. <laughs> what a way to plug. <clears throat> so here's to you, cunty vanity plate owners. I, I want to cheers. I, yes! Oh. <clears throat> we'll catch you on the backside. Can't see. I'm not wearing my glasses. I can't see. You're going to delete Which it. Which one is the stop button? The square? The, yeah, the square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if this yep. works. Warning. The following gameplay includes scenes of extreme violence and gore. Listener discretion is advised. Sabatania explodes. Fractured pieces of dirt, moss, and mud expand out into the universe. It all goes silent. The Inquisitor, uh, before retiring to his quarters, advises you to go to the med bay and see the chief surgeon. I nod in agreement. And away Find we go. Find my way to him. <clears throat> all right, so this is the same guy that mentioned that he had some scar tissue on your brain. Okay. So uh, you enter his, his uh, facility. Ah, sit, sit down, sit down. I'm happy to see you. How are you feeling? Surprisingly good. Uh, I'll take a blood sample if you don't mind. Sure, sure. And this whole time, I think Bannon is maybe amazed by like the idea that he has no love lost for the fact that this planet was just destroyed, like zero. And he's just like he's almost warm to the idea. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. So uh, we've been we've been doing some diagnostics on your uh, Medicaid readouts. Fascinating things. Uh, tell me, were you born on Sabatania? Uh, to my knowledge, yes. Mm -hmm. And what is your earliest memories that you can remember from growing up? So Bannon will sit back in the chair that he's in and kind of scratch his temple. And I'm going to assume for some reason, as he harkens back to his childhood, he can't remember his childhood. Ah, interesting. Were you involved in a lot of fights when you were growing up? Yeah, life was not easy. I see. Uh, prior to your meeting of us and the, the events that led up to you meeting us, um, how much experience would you say you had with firearms? None before this. This was 
Yeah, this was the first time that really I had ever picked one up. Do you feel that because you've never held a gun before, have you surprised yourself at how efficient you are? Oh, I thought it was just like a child riding a bicycle. Once you get it, you just get it. How, how long did it take you to get it? So Bannon again will start running his temple, like trying to think to when he first fired a gun. And he'll look at this guy and say, you know, surprisingly fast. It is surprising. Very surprising, in fact. What are you saying? Uh, just just a few more questions, and then I'll, I'll answer your questions. Um, how old are you? Bannon has to go to his diary. 27. 27. You look a little older than that. Has anyone ever told you that before? You look old for your age? I get, he'll, he'll let out a sigh and say, well, you know, it's a product of working on this wretched, or, yeah, this wretched planet. Yes, you worked in the, uh, in the landfills, correct? Correct. How did you get that job? It's a layman's job. It's a landfill. It's not one of those jobs where it's on a need to know. I see. Um, just a couple more questions. Uh, Lord Inquisitor Cantil had us go through your belongings, obviously, when you came out of the ship. Uh, and two uh, belongings of yours really stuck out to us. Um, this hourglass that you have with the ruddy sands of Mars. How did you come into contact with us? Bannon reaches down. It's gone from his person. No, you have it. Oh, okay. they, they went through this stuff and you got it back. So it just, it makes him like very excited. Right? Would excited be the word? He gets very, he's like cautious that he's missing it. Or okay. anxious. Anxious. Yeah. He, he thinks maybe it's gone. So he quickly like reaches down to his side and grabs it like with a very forceful grip. And he just, he looks into the sands says, uh, this? Yes. Yeah, I came across this in the landfill. In Sabatania. That's where I worked at the landfill. Okay. How many more questions do we have here? And, and Bannon starts to stand up. Um, I'm the chief surgeon, so I will remind you, Acolyte, that I outrank you. Now, Un understood. And he slowly, <laughs> <laughs> slowly sinks back into his chair. I believe you. Well, let me rephrase that. I believe you believe you got this from Sabatania. But let me just ask you this. What do you think the chances are that sands from the Forge world orbiting Holy Terra made its way across the Immaterium into Sabatania? Well, I presume this is not the only ship that's made its way through the warp, as I understand. This ship was already here. So, again, I presume that... Nobody, Other ships. Nobody has made it through the warp. Uh, but yes, th th that is a likely scenario. But while this hourglass is fascinating, what's even more fascinating is this data slate with um, this old void ship information on it. What can you tell me about this? 
So Ben just looks puzzled. But what is it that you want to know? It's a data slate. You already have the answers to your questions. How did you come into contact with this? Again, the landfill. A lot of garbage comes through the landfill. It is, in fact, a landfill. Why these items that you have such an attachment to? Just random artifacts that caught my eye. Okay. Here's what I believe. I believe that something is being hidden from you. And I'm not sure why. And I'm not sure what. The portion of your brain that's been cauterized houses long-term memories. You show a significant aptitude far above the other acolytes on this ship. The Lord Inquisitor himself has noticed it. Now, you're either highly have a high aptitude for combat or there's something else going on. And the more you fight, you become shockingly better at exponential rates and we're not quite sure what to make of it. We don't feel you're in any danger, but while we travel to our next star system, I would ask that maybe you find some quiet time for yourself and really focus in on your past and see if maybe we can break through this scar tissue that's on your brain. How do you suppose I do that? The brain is an amazing thing. Just work it like a muscle. Just through the emperor's will and meditation. Yes. Speaking of the emperor's will, is there anything that you need from me or any questions that you have? No, I think I'm now just left with questions that I need to find the answers to myself. Very good. Uh, have you seen something like this before? No. You've never observed scar tissue on a human's brain in the oh, area yes, that you we've, said. We've seen scar tissue on, on brains in all, all sorts of places. What we've never seen is scar tissue that was strategically placed. And I believe it was strategically placed. The chances of something traumatic happening to your brain. A TBI. Of course. Traumatic <laughs> brain injury. <laughs> Uh, affecting only long-term memory. And not even all of your long-term memory, because you are able to retain new memories. And I have no reason to believe you will forget them after a certain time period. This is a very strategic application of scar tissue to your brain. And I'm not sure why. And I'm not sure if you care, uh, but I would like to find out where you came from. Well, as would I, because this is all new and shocking to me. Uh, who would be capable of performing such a surgery? I don't know. Oh, you are the head medic on the ship, am I wrong? Is this something that you would be capable of doing? Somebody with, in your not, rank? Not with this efficiency. It would take a very talented tech priest to do this. And the most talented tech priests in the Imperium are on Mars. I'm sorry? The most talented tech priests that the Emperor of Man employs are on the Forge world of Mars. That's not to say that there are not other highly talented tech priests, but if I was to look in the playbook of the Empire and I needed to perform this exact procedure, I'm sending you to Mars. 
Well, that seems a little too coincidental, does it not? That's exactly my point. What can you tell me about the void ship on this data slate? Nothing yet. We're still working on that. Who is we? Myself and my staff. Okay. Well, I would appreciate it if within your power you would allow me. If um, I would appreciate it if you can keep me in the loop. Of course. Uh, I'm sure it's okay with you. We're going to keep the status slate to keep working on it. Understood. Uh, but I, I'm keeping my timer. Yes, yes, of course. Mm. The ship's confessor uh, would like a word with you. And who is this? Uh, he's our excelsiary who works to promote the Imperial Creed among the crew. He hasn't had a chance to meet you yet, uh, so he would like to. Uh, where can I find him? Uh, and he gives you the location of where he is. He's in the ship's chapel in the mid uh, mid section of the ship. Okay. On the starboard side. Starboard side. Starboard side. Which is the right side. Sure. Is that right? Let's we'll find out. Where are you gonna find out? Uh, <clears throat> and if you have no other questions, uh, you will part ways. Okay. And you have ranked up. So you're good to go. Uh, anything of note that you want to add uh, or, or mention with your rank up? Um, all right. Well, for those listening, following along. So now uh, Bannon is rank three. You're a veteran in tier one. I'm a tier one veteran. I'm a tier one op, apparently with my fucking weapon skills. Uh, we have gone with an increase in strength and toughness. So now... Um, I, I, you know what I should probably do? I should probably either take a picture or like somehow screenshot the PDF of this and put it on Instagram. There you go. Yeah, that'd pr probably be a good idea so people can see the stats. Um, but I'm pretty much threes across the board as far as the uh, base rating goes for my attributes, with the exception of toughness. That's now a four. Um, the good thing with the strength, number one, now I could throw grenades a little further. That's always a plus. I, I thought it was cool if we took skills that Bannon has tried to use and failed miserably because his skills were so low um, to go ahead and put some uh, some increase into skill points. So we uh, we increased athletics by two, so now it's actually a two. So the total, along with the linked attribute of strength, that's now a five. So I've become very athletic, which I guess will now play into this. Once he tries doing something, like he yeah. develops it and, and makes him a better soldier. Um, I also put one point in persuasion, one point in investigation, one point in insight. Um. So, having said all of this, his resilience has gone up through his toughness. Um, his shock has gone up, and his soak has gone up. And oh no, his shock did not go up. His soak has gone up, and his wounds have gone up all by one. Good. So a little more hardy, a little more well-rounded as far as uh, skills go. Good. All right, and we are making our way to the ship's confessor. Yes. So uh, through the midship on the starboard side, you find this large, ornate door um, that is controlled by a flesh drone. And as you approach, uh, the flesh drone opens the door, and you enter this very gothic chapel. Uh, it is large enough to seat almost everybody on the ship at one time. It is tremendous. Okay. Um, several hundred meters in a square shape. 
so 200 by 200 meters, 300 by 300 meters. It's large. With uh, the imperial emblem at the front by the altar. And as you enter, uh, this man who's more machine than man uh, notices you and starts kind of approaching you to meet you in the middle of this chapel. Uh, he's He's got a human torso, but he's got like mechanical spider-like legs. Okay. And his face is covered by some kind of respirator or rebreather mask. And this is the ship's confessor. I would imagine this is a very, like, echoing yes. chamber. Um, he has no human hands. Oh, uh, yeah, he has hands. Okay. Uh, and he's holding uh, a slate with an auto quill. Um, and as he approaches you, one of his eyes has some kind of optic on it that kind of starts zooming in and out rapidly, like as he's adjusting to you, as right. he gets closer to you. So I, as Bannon approaches, he uh, he nods his head, like almost like bows, and extends his hand as if to shake his. And while he's doing that, he says, my apologies, I've never met with a confessor before. I don't know the protocol. Uh, he shakes your hand uh, and motions for you to sit at, the near, at a nearby like pew. Right. Okay, so Bannon sits down. And as his little mechanical legs clink around, he kind of, not circling you necessarily, but definitely not making it, uh, it, uh, not hiding the fact that he's sizing you up. You have questions that need to be answered? Acolyte Spaban, are you true to the Emperor? Yes, I am. We are going to be entering the warp. Have you ever entered the warp before? No. Your conviction will be tested. My job is to make sure there are no heretics for the demons of the warp to cling on to. I am the Inquisitor for the Inquisitors. I have no reason to doubt you. You've done tremendous things already. But tell me about the times you have lied to the Lord Inquisitor so I may absolve you. Bannon will let out a sigh like that. He's trying to figure out what If there's corruption in your heart, the demons will pluck it from the warp. All right, so uncomfortably, Bannon will kind of like sit up in the pew and um, he'll recall the little white lies that he might have uh, shared over the comms with the Inquisitor. And as you retell what you can truthfully remember, yes? Yeah, I'm not going to hold anything back. Uh, You see him furiously, without looking at the the slate, just staring at you, and he's writing as you talk. 
Okay. The two that come to mind would be uh, the interaction with Saul's sister. How I killed her. Yes. But claimed as though she was dead prior to me getting there. And the other one, uh, I guess, would be holding out information that I had ingested or breathed in the wizard. These deceptions are small. Tell me, were they in service to the Emperor? In my belief, they did help me in completing my mission for the Inquisitor. Well, then you've been absolved. You've brought passengers on this ship. Yes. Do you believe they can be absolved? Bannon just stares at him. I don't know them well enough to answer. I guess what I want to say is when I bring two guys, right? So you brought the orc, right? Boots, Viceroy, the pilot. Ah, uh-huh, Viceroy, yes, yes. Right, it was just a two. And Cyrus, oh. the tech priest. Oh, but I thought Cyrus was already under the commission of the. Uh, he's he's an agent. Yeah, he's right. never been on the ship before, though. So Bannon will look to the uh, the confessor and say. I would almost, without a doubt, believe that Cyrus What's the word I'm looking for? What is he asking for? Absolution? Yeah. Uh, are they going to be... Are they going to pass his scrutiny, basically? is Okay. So I, I do believe that Cyrus, the tech priest, will, will pass your level of scrutiny. The other two worry me in the sense that I have not known them long enough. I don't know where their heart or mind. And yet you brought them aboard. Yes, I did. Why? They were critical in helping me achieve my mission. I thought it was the least I can do knowing that that planet was not to be spared. You have a good heart. Make sure it doesn't undo us all. Understood. Consequently, you will be getting your own ship. The ship is not capable of entering the warp. It's a system ship. And that system ship will need a crew. And it looks like you've already been assembling one. Supposing they pass absolution. There's only one member of a crew that you're missing. I understand you're looking for a witch, but that's going to have to wait. The Imperial, the Inquisitorial Black Ship cannot go from planet to planet. It will draw too much attention. So we're going to need to use a smaller ship, one for you. Before we can do anything, you are going to need an astropath, which means you are going to have to find a trustworthy psyker. Not an easy task. Not one that I can find on this ship? No. The astropathic choir is needed for this ship. We cannot, we cannot afford to lose one. But 
the chief astropath may be able to hone in on those touched by the warp. Your job is to absolve them of their sins prior to bringing them on board. I can't do it for you. So you better be very careful who you select. Understood. So, with that, you can either go speak to the chief astropath or head down to the hangar and acquaint yourself with your new ship. Either way, it's going to take some time for me to speak with the rest of your impromptu crew. I suggest meeting with the head inquisitor with a clear conscience. No need to tell him what you told me. That is why I am here. But as soon as you are ready, the ship will enter the warp. And I trust you have nothing else, no other blemishes in your soul. And with that, he just skitters, turns around, and starts walking back towards the altar. Okay, as he leaves, I just say, I appreciate your confidentiality. And <clears throat> uh, Bannon will turn around, and he'll make his way out of uh, this chapel. All right, so <clears throat> we and can go look at the ship. No, he's going to go to the uh, the astropath. All right, so we're going to go back to the bridge? Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so the astropath is the basically the head navigator. Right. Uh, they communicate with the god emperor, and they make sure the astropathic choir is functioning properly in order to navigate the dangers of the warp. Uh, they are psychers, but they're sanctioned by the Imperium. So their sole purpose is... Their existence is to navigate ships. Right. They're enslaved to the ship, in essence. Yes. Uh, so you meet uh, Xander. Xander is the chief astropath. And he does not look as broken, disheveled, and crazy as the other astropaths on the bridge. But he does look like one who is touched by the warp would probably look. Little kooky. Kooky. Okay. Okay. So now where does he find himself? Like he's on the bridge? Yes. So th there's the throne where right. the uh, Inquisitor sits, and you can see like uh, the windshield, more okay. or less, of the ship. Yeah, I almost picture it like I'm trying to think of like with the last, um, uh, 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 what's that fucking stupid movie? The not you have the people who like Star Wars, and you have the people who like Star Trek. Yeah, I almost picture it like the Starship Enterprise. Yes, but not nearly as pretty. No, it's not as nice. <laughs> All fancy light buttons no. and no. no. Uh, this whole thing looks like a gothic city that's been submerged in water <laughs> and very brackish. Uh, okay. Um, so the chief astropath, Xander, by name, uh, introduces himself to you. All right. So again, just like the, uh, just like the confessor, I, I kind of bow my head to him and, <clears throat> um, and Bannon will go on to explain to him. Um, I've been sent to you 
by the confessor. I'm to locate a psyker. Yes, you need an astropath for your ship, yes? That is correct. Well, we're in luck. Uh, based on holocon tracers uh, and conferring with the Omnissiah uh, and the machine spirits, it seems that your destination and the destination of Ghost uh, coincide with each other. We're going to be going to the Angelus system. You're tracking Ghost. What we believe is Ghost, yes. Uh, he needs he needs to be captured. So you have your sights on an entity that left Sabatania and is heading in the direction that we're heading in? Yes. Okay. We don't know. It's not as, as accurate as we would like, mm. uh, but we know roughly what system he was heading towards. It's a starting point. And also, uh, we should be able to find some psychers. Uh, there's a defunct forge world in this system uh, that may be of assistance, but we'll, we will certainly find out. Um, it should take roughly three months to get there, so you'll have plenty of time to explore the ship, uh, and hopefully we can find a, a psyker that will serve your ship just fine. And with that, give me a 66. Shift on my dice here. Sixty-six. Sixty-six. Oh, oh, six. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not six D6. Right. Fifteen. So, uh, the ship departs orbit, or well, the, sh the planet's destroyed, but and begins to enter the warp. Uh, you hear alarms going off and notifications being made, and you see the most hustle and bustle, if you can call it that, that you've seen so far on this ship. And the hull starts vibrating, and in a moment, you blink out of reality. And now you are in chaos itself in the warp as you travel toward the Angelus system. You rolled a 15, you said? Yes. Okay. Did I have to like... No, it's not like uh, ludicrous speed where you start like flying around. And oh, okay. So I don't have to like like batten myself down. No, 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 no. There's okay. just uh, there's people like typing on cogitators and doing all kinds of things. All right. Uh, so now you have a three month voyage ahead of you. All right. I guess. Um, and uh, I'm still on the bridge. Uh, until you leave, yeah. So now you're free to go kind of wherever you want to go. Xander's busy. I would take navigating the ship. I mean, it's not like a Q&A session. Right. Yeah. With this guy. Okay. So I can always come back and try to get my answers from somebody else. I will. Um, yeah. So Bannon leaves the, the bridge and he's going to head towards his new ship. Okay. Go take a look. All right. So uh, you make your way to the hangar and you see a familiar face. Uh, well, you see familiar legs. Uh, because the rest of him is inside of the ship. You see, like, sparks and mm. soldering, welding. Uh, you see two green legs, muscular legs, kind of kicking around as there's work being done on this ship.
Welcome back. I, I've done a lot of thinking and I think because of my stench, I have to I gotta buy my wife flowers. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go on flowers. It was a tale of two marriages. Mm-hmm. Uh you went through this whole ordeal. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I got home and I crawled into bed. How was the party? Terrible. <laughs> that was it. I went to bed. And that was the end. That was the entire exchange. That was it. Get your filthy lips off of my water. I don't know why I'm making my, my wife sound like like old, like, what's her name? Large Marge? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, disclaimer, um, uh, I am not looking forward to putting together the podcast today. Why? Because I just don't, I don't have it in me. Just get one of those, like, uh, get those, um, those, like, dinner trays mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they used to have for, like, mm-hmm. uh, what do they used to call those? TV dinners? And just put it in the bathroom. That way, That's as you're sitting idea. on the toilet, you can fucking put the laptop on there. I think there's going to be very minimal editing. <laughs> Whatever, let <laughs> it ride. This week's episodes. I don't have the... Because I have to go shampoo my carpets after what this. What happened to your carpets? I don't know. Oh, this is just like a yearly thing that you do? No, you know what it is? <clears throat> Probably like three years ago. Um, we most of the floors in my house are hardwood floors, right? Which is one of the reasons why I, I bought the house. Uh, my mother-in-law, we stuffed her into the basement, uh, and there's a carpet down there. Make her clean it. <laughs> she's infirm. Whatever. Um, so we would go in and to the the supermarket or Lowe's or whatever and rent steam cleaners. Oh to, yeah, like uh, a Bissell or some yeah, shit yeah. like that. And one day I saw one for sale on clearance for like 300 bucks, something like that. Okay. I was like, you know, I did some quick math, some arithmetic in the old uh, noodle. Good, good. And I was like, you know what? The amount of money I spend renting these things, I could just buy this. And yeah, the problem is now there's one readily available at all times. That's so bad. she has company coming and she asked if I could steam clean the rugs. Oh, that's very nice of you. And I put it off. At when's her company coming? Tomorrow. Of course. And I, I I was asked to do this. This is my own fault, but I was asked to do this maybe two weeks ago. Wow. You've just been pushing it off. Yeah. Pushing it off. And here we are, the day before. That That's really unfortunate. I like your mother-in-law. She's a very sweet lady. And it's 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 poor, your treatment of her. So, the uh, the episodes this week uh, will probably, <clears throat> if I remember correctly, I haven't actually inserted the gameplay yet. But if I remember correctly, nothing, uh, nothing that I think necessitates a sound effect. <laughs> Let's hope, because <laughs> they're not getting one. No sound effects this week. I did say that something about the gays. So the gameplay? Oh no no no! In the intros. Oh. Yeah, so that, that you now that I said it again, you're gonna need two uh, two beliefs. Oh no. All right. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. <laughs> nice. Where's Glenn been, by the way? Oh, he is there. Yeah, oh, okay. Right All right. I met him. I feel oh, I gotta just take a shit. Yeah, I think uh we, we gotta wrap this up. I gotta race home and fucking empty the bowels. Probably take a nap before the wife gets home, so I can spend some time with her. I, you know, I am th- starting to think that buying <clears throat> additional equipment 
Where's Barry? Barry! Take a note. Yes, dictate, Uh, please. Dear Life Cereal, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think buying additional equipment needs to become a priority. What do we need? Uh, I think we need to buy another mixer and another two mics. Uh, Set it up in your office, and we can then, A, we could do this remotely. Oh, Oh, God, please finish this point. Because by (laughs) trying to force that out, it put some serious pressure on my lower intestine. Uh, I... I think today would have been a great day to do this remotely. Yes. We still have to figure that one out. But yes, that way we could have paused and I could have ran to the bathroom. Yeah, or recorded in the bathroom. Whatever. Who cares? It would have been an echo chamber, but... Fuck I just, it. You should just talk <laughs> right up on the mic. Hey, what's going on, buddy? <laughs> no, I'm not in the shitter. This sounds fucking crazy. <laughs> What the <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Mm. I have to go home. Yes. I gotta take a shit, and I gotta play Breakpoint. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Oh boy. How, oh, how, how are you looking at Breakpoint Raid? Terrible. What? Damn, we should have talked about this up front. Yeah. Nobody listens. I to almost. This. I fuck. <laughs> I almost made that my toast. That might be my toast next week. All right, do it next week. Somebody's walking. Oh, you have a UPS delivery. A lot of deliveries today. A lot of activity here. The compound is a beehive of activity. Yes. Let's see. I should release the chief of border security. Oh, you should have. This guy would have shit his pants. Release the hounds. He looks like a frail fucking bitch. Oh, God. That was bad. All right, (laughs) please wrap this up. Yeah. Uh, To uh, indigestion. Uh, I hope. I'm going to throw up. Hopefully not on my way home. To uh, recording in the bathroom. Oh, boy. I'm trying to think how I would be able to talk through the gaseous odor. You just have to eat the (laughs) mic. Just eat the mic. (laughs) I would use this as a filter to breathe through. (laughs) (laughs) This would become like some sort of like HEPA filter. Yes. It, the mine smells like the cabin. Yes, yeah, same here. Yeah. Yep. You should try that. Hello. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I don't like me. I'm just taking a shit. <laughs> Two dice and points. <laughs> How many people do you think are going to get that? Uh, I, I think plenty. <laughs> Good day. Mm-hmm.